This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Welcome to another edition of a Total Degenerate Podcast. I am your host, Mike Ellison. Everybody, every year, wishes for a white Christmas. Everybody wishes that it snows on Christmas because there's something magical about there being snow on Christmas. There's something that brings us back to our childhood. When there's snow on Christmas, there's something, it makes it all feel like a fairy tale, makes it all feel like some sort of storybook. And it's a wonderful, glorious thing, a white Christmas. My white Christmas, of course, has come a little early. My white Christmas came on Sunday after Thanksgiving. And um, it was the Iceman, Mike White, uh, the um, greatest quarterback to ever step on an NFL field. He went out there in the pouring rain against what, back in 1980-something, was a very stout (laughs) Chicago Bears defense. And he went out and he threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns. He went out there and he dominated. He said, today, gentlemen, Mike White rules the day. And he, uh, you know, is the guy that we really needed at quarterback. Uh, earlier this summer, I heard this story came out. Zach Wilson was banging moms. I had a lot of confidence. I had a lot of confidence, and it was foolish confidence. Because apparently, having sex with your mom's friends does not uh, translate into becoming a good professional quarterback. Silly me. Silly me. I thought that might actually uh, have some sort of correlation. But ultimately, um, it didn't. And a matter of fact, if anything, it was very much hurting his ability to uh, play the position. He sucked. Matter of that, there's no other words for it. Zach Wilson sucks. It's been a while since I started the show with a Jets rant, so get over it. We're doing one today. But yeah, then White comes in. What I mean, we all remember. If you remember from last year. Mike White played a couple of games and he he had the, an amazing win against the Bengals where he threw for over 300 and like four touchdowns. Now he does it again against the Bears. And uh, I don't want to overreact. I don't want to get, you know, too crazy here. But the reality is... Uh, He's the greatest quarterback in the league, and he's going to win us a Super Bowl. I don't want to mince words. I don't want to put the carriage ahead of the horse. But Mike White is the greatest quarterback in the NFL, 
and he's going to win multiple Super Bowls for the New York Jets. I think that's a reasonable place to think. I think that's a reasonable place to have my head at as a Jets fan that the Mike White Christmas is here. And Mike White is, uh, you know, I mean, what does he do that? I mean, what what does he do that the, any other quarterback can do? You know what I mean? Like, what? All right, I'm 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 being a little ridiculous, but you get what I'm saying. I'm excited. I'm excited to see a quarterback who can actually throw the fucking football, who doesn't just look like a deer in headlights. And sure, Zach banged a couple of MILFs. And sure, Zach, you know, he's like a pretty boy Mormon. I even said if Zach Wilson won us a Super Bowl, I would become a Mormon. I would convert from my current state as basically not religious at all I would become a Mormon I would walk around talking about John Smith if it made it fucking you know so the Jets could win if it meant the Jets were winning I'll basically do you know a lot of shit especially convert to a religion that I'm not going to practice anyway but I'll tell people I'm a Mormon that's all I would do really I would just walk around and tell people I was Mormon. Getting over a cold sucks. Just a side note. But that's what I would do. I would tell everybody I was a Mormon if Zach Wilson could win. But he can't. He can't win. He can't fucking... He can't outduel the quarterback on, like, the fucking local high school team. You know what I mean? Like, he's awful. And now, you know, you had to watch him sit there sad on the bench on Sunday. Whatever. It's Mike White time. And you saw how the rest of the team responded to it, too. The rest of the team was so happy to watch Mike White win, to watch Mike White succeed. Mike White has inspired the team. Zach Wilson doesn't inspire anybody. He inspires 50 fucking-year-old women to try to show some cleavage in front of him because they they think that's what he's into you know whatever that's all he can inspire and he better find a rich one that's what I'm gonna say because his NFL career is coming to a crashing halt very quickly that's what they say it stands for not for long and it does not look like Zach will be uh, part of the league for long because at the rate he's going, uh, he's trash. And he has not proven to be uh, worthy of a starting position. Probably not even a backup position within the next couple of years. He'll be done in the league. If, if he stays on this course, he'll be done in the league within five years. Five, six years at most. He'll be doing fucking BYU pregame shows. He'll be uh, selling cars out in Utah somewhere. Trying to call Steve Young to come down to the dealership. Do a little promo with him. Where, you know, they'll do something like, hey, Steve, I'm open. And then, like, Steve will throw him the ball or something. And 
Zach will turn to the camera and be like, you know what else is open? Zach Wilson BMW. We're over here. We're slashing prices. I, I don't know. You get what I'm saying. It's coming to an end for him. But what we need to talk about more importantly is how great Mike White is. He's the greatest thing that's ever happened to football. He's the greatest quarterback ever. It's indisputable. He beat the Bears, so therefore, you know, uh, he's the king. He's the GOAT. And he's going to go out and he's going to shred the fucking Vikings on Sunday. And I'm going to love every second of it. I'm going to bask in the glory of it because, you know, it's Mike White's time. It's the Jets' time. It's time to stop being the fucking losers of the league, the laughing stock of the league. And Mike White is the one of the biggest catalysts to uh, launching us into, uh, you know, greatness. So get ready for a lot of uh, arrogant, uh, ridiculous, over-the-top uh, barking by me because we finally have ourselves a uh, respectable quarterback to go with uh, a highly talented young team. And that means we're ready to make deep runs. That means we're ready to take take over the league. That means uh, Zach Wilson's going to be working at a car dealership. It, that's what it, it, like, listen, it's all good news, Jets fans. That's what I'm trying to say, is it's all good news. Christmas has come early. We do not need to wait till December 24th or 25th to get our Christmas presents. No, sir. Our white Christmas came Thanksgiving weekend. So I am starting to get a sneaking suspicion that uh, my uh, booker here on the island, guy who's been booking me for shows, doesn't want to book me for comedy shows anymore. It's uh, it's not a good place to be as a comedian. It's a very uh, matter of fact. Uh, as someone who's been doing comedy for a long time, it's kind of important to get booked for shows if you're ever going to uh, you know, perform. That's kind of an important thing. No matter how many times I turn this fucking ring around. Um. Yeah. So I. You know, I've been trying to get in contact with this guy. He's been giving me the fucking run around. And it's just a sad thing because, like, it wasn't always like this, you know? Uh, I remember when I first started out, there was a sense of community. There was a very uh, tight-knit, you know, tight-knit um, group of guys and gals and just people, whatever, that fucking looked out for each other supported each other and it didn't matter if you were the best comic it didn't matter if you were that you know their type of style completely different style none of it mattered everybody was just trying it was it was about the art it was about the art but no without sounding like a pretentious douchebag it really was just about the art it was about the fucking fun and the craft of comedy and everybody going out there 
giving it their all, trying their best and doing their thing. And, you know, you'd have shows. Sometimes you'd be able to pack the house. You know, sometimes you'd have shows where you can only get a handful of friends to come out. Sometimes you'd have shows where you couldn't get anybody to come out. And it didn't matter. You still got a set. You still got to do your fucking routine. And, you know, get better. And nowadays it seems to be that it's only about money. It's only about what have you done for me lately. There is absolutely no real loyalty They'll throw you to the wayside in a fucking heartbeat if, uh, you know, it means they can make one more penny using another comic instead of you. So, you know, uh, it sucks, but it's the state of affairs of where it's gone. And, you know, I can't, uh, I can bitch about it here on my podcast a little bit. That's, that's what I'm doing now. I mean... I got, you know, what else am I going to do but bitch about it? But, you know, um, I really am dying here. Fucking cold. Um, you know, I can sit and bitch and moan, but ultimately, I, you know, I, I still need to figure out my own way. So I'm now going to start looking into uh, producing my own shows. I need to... Uh, find some venues. I sent some emails out. I'm uh, hoping to get some responses. I know plenty of dive bars in the local area. That's something I got on lockdown. I'm very locked into the dive bar scene. So, uh, (laughs) you know, I got that at my disposal, but I need to... um, yeah, try to expand out a little bit and start doing it on my own because what for one, what's stopping me, which is what first hit me because I'm like, you know, I've done plenty of these bringer bar shows in my time and it's like, what do they have that I don't? Like, all right, you work out a deal with a fucking local, local pub. You bring the microphone and a PA speaker and then you send out a bunch of Facebook invites and sell tickets for fucking $25 a pop and two drink minimum. And then you have a show like, all right, I can fucking make something like that happen and probably do it cheaper, which makes it more appealing. And, you know, whatever. I don't need to break down all my plans here, my evil schemes. I just kind of thought I needed to, I needed to talk it out. Sometimes I use this podcast to talk things out. And this is one of those things because I'm just like flabbergasted by my blackballing. Like sometimes I've done things like, I know I'm an asshole. I know I'm not a perfect fucking human being. Um, so I, I do expect, uh, a certain level of, uh, people not liking me like it it doesn't shock me I'm not like wow they didn't like me how could they not like me like I'm pretty self-aware when somebody doesn't like me it's like all right yeah yeah I was a dick I might have said that I might have done that but this isn't one of those situations you know that's not what's happening I don't know what honestly 
transpired or what, or if it's just like, nah, like, I, I don't know. I really don't know what the uh, catalyst for my blackballing was, but it certainly feels like I'm getting blackballed because I can't even get a fucking response. So, hey, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm just going to go out there and try to figure out my own way. And that will, if anything, that will really be the catalyst to get blackballed. Because once the, what, you, you, you can fucking book a fucking shitty show at a bar too? It's like, yeah, I, I can. It doesn't take much effort. They tend to think, comedy produ- producers tend to think that they're like, that they get to play God at some level, like, that they've earned some uh, infallible right to gatekeep on comedy. And it's like, you don't. You don't have any monopoly over this. And it's sad that you think you do. It's actually the saddest thing to see in the world is to meet a comedy producer who thinks that they're in like a massive power position because they were able to rent out a VFW hall and charge $20 a ticket. You know what I mean? Like that's really all. And like, then they like punish people. Like you only get six minutes. Cause you only brought three people to the show. And like they, that's what they do. They, they wield their power and they, they're non-existent power by the way. And you know, it's, I honestly feel sympathy for them. I feel sympathy for them that they don't want to just uh, make it like a fun community because that's what it should be, is it should just be fun. We should be laughing and having a good time and not like, you know, making it a petty fucking drama-filled nonsense. You know, fu- you know, it shouldn't be petty and drama-filled bullshit. I'm so sorry, guys. I am dying today. And I can barely fucking speak. There you go. Snort right into the fucking mic there, Mike. So, yeah, you just got to start taking things in, in your own hands. You got to not allow uh, outsiders to uh, tell you, like, what you, what it is you're supposed to do or dictate what you're allowed to do. You know, that's what, that's what I think is so funny about it, too, is it's like they'll push you off to the side. Like, I'm being pushed off to the side now. And they think, like, ha-ha, there's nothing you can do. You can never do comedy again. Ha-ha-ha-ha, yes. And it's like, no, actually, I can. And it's really going to annoy you when I do. And I can't wait for that moment. Because I am petty. I am a petty asshole sometimes. And I will enjoy being a dick. But, hey, listen. It didn't have to be like that. And I don't want it to be like that amongst most uh, of the people involved in the Long Island comedy scene. Most guys are pretty cool and they they do look out for each other. And and I, and the gals, too. You know, I, I keep saying guys, but, you know, most people involved are very supportive of each other and want to see everybody succeed and have fun. And, you know, let's just go out there and have a good time tell some fucking jokes and you know laugh it up like it's not supposed to be uh, a serious thing you know it's 
it's amazing how something that's supposed to be so silly and goofy and like free and just like liberal in terms of like which directions you can go with it. Like you should be able to fucking roam free in the whole fucking, you know, in the fields of comedy, I guess is the way I'm trying to metaphorically speaking, of course, you know, like whatever it is you do, like, you know, if you want to go up there and tell dick jokes, you go up there and tell dick jokes. You want to go up there and do impressions. You go up there and do impressions. You can bring a fucking ventriloquist dummy up there for all that matters. Just go up there and just have a routine, have some jokes and make people laugh. Take them away from the escape of fucking the misery that is reality. But instead, some of these guys, they need to, uh, they got to be the center of attention. They need the, the credit. They need to act like they're the big king dick. So they, uh, they got to bring the drama. They got to bring the drama. They got to bring the beef. They got to bring the bullshit. And uh, ultimately, that's uh, it's very disappointing. It sucks. So, yeah, that's where I stand there. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can uh, get some shows together soon. I'm very interested in making this happen. And I'm uh, working hard to make it happen. Hopefully I can make it happen and I won't have a fucking cold anymore. I'm so sick of being fucking sick. It's it's annoying. Like I actually have been waking up angry every day that I feel the fucking back of the throat feel and just know that it's like my voice isn't really there and I'm trying not to cough every fucking two seconds. Uh, like I've never been so pissed while recording a podcast. I'll, I'll tell you much. <laughs> Fucking goddamn, goddamn it! All right, I I'm just gotta cut this fucking episode short this week because I just don't have the vocal ability to do this for a very long time, and I apologize. But you know, it's that time of year where everybody gets sick, and it's fucking annoying, and I'm stuffed up and I'm coughing and I was starting to feel better but apparently I'm not better because you know once you started talking a lot you you realize that uh your throat hurts a lot more than it did whatever so without further ado we will uh move right into the NFL picks of the week here um all right, where should we start? I like to do this in an ass-backwards order normally, so we will uh, start with uh, Sunday Night Football where the uh, Dallas Cowboys are 10.5-point home favorites. They are playing the Indianapolis Colts over under 43.5. Call me dumb, call me stupid, because I am dumb and I am stupid. But as long as the number is over 10, I'll take the Colts. I think they hang around. I think they turn it into a rock fight. Their defense is still pretty stout. Uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor, just run the fucking ball. Just run the ball. Please, just for the sake of everything that is holy, run the fucking ball. And they should be able to hang around. They should be able to um, keep this within the number. I So... 
that's game number one. Uh, probably ends up being a blowout, but whatever. Colts plus ten and a half. Game number one. Game number two. Uh, I kind of like Miami, but I don't want to root for them. Uh, obviously, the Jets and the Dolphins are in a heated race for the division slash wild cards. So uh, I don't want to root for them. Uh, so instead, I will take. Uh, let's go with the Raiders. There we go. That's. I mean, that's a Jet pick right there because. Obviously, if you're paying attention to the race, the Chargers are kind of near the, uh, on the outside looking in, coming for the Jets' seventh spot. I say, uh, fuck the Chargers and uh, go Raiders. Get revenge from your week one loss. Go out there, win three in a row, feel a little rah-rah. You're at home. It's a pick em. The Chargers stink. Honestly, I, I I just don't I don't believe in the Chargers at all. So I think the Raiders keep the fucking win streak alive. Give me the Raiders over the Chargers. Game number two. And finally, game number three. I thought about taking the Giants, but it's only two and a half. Uh I opened the show with a little rant about how it's Mike White season, how the Jets fans, White Christmas has come early. And it's absolutely true. Mike White's going to go out there and obliterate the fucking Vikings. The Vikings have the worst pass defense in the NFL. Didn't know if you knew that, but that's a fact there, Jack. Okay, that is a fact there, Jack. The Vikings pass defense is fucking trash. And we have the best quarterback in the league. Tell me how it loses. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. So you could take the plus three. I would bet the money line. Uh, Jets all day. Jets in a route. Jets mop them up. Jets stomp them to the ground. Uh, Maybe the Jets on the alt spread. You can get like an alt spread where you instead of getting three, you're laying three at plus money. I don't know what those look like, but you should bet them. You should take the Jets every which way you can get them because there's no way. There's no way Mike White's going to lose to Kirk Cousins. He's just too good. He's just the best quarterback that's ever existed. I think the fucking NyQuil's starting to kick in on me. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, that's it. That's all I got, guys, all right? Uh, the Jets by a million. Mike White's the greatest quarterback in the history of football. I promise we'll do a fucking full-scale, much better, not-dying version of the podcast next week. Um, Yeah, keep your, keep your eyes posted because I'm trying to figure out how to set up a comedy show. I'll be putting those dates out on the uh, Instagram. I was actually even looking into this Substack thing. Maybe I'll do one of those so I could do some writing. Do some written material. I gotta, I just gotta be creative because I'm an artist and I'm struggling. I'm a struggling artist and I need to do art. Whatever. You get what I'm saying here. Uh, Yeah, so bet the Jets, pound the Jets, money line all day. And uh, I will talk to you next week. Later.